Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me is Ben. Hey. What's going on? Uh, Not much. Just, you know, was reading some manga. I got... uh... I got a mixed feelings, but optimistic misfeeling, mixed feelings, I suppose. On optimistic on, mixed feelings, yeah, is how I'm gonna, <laughs> how I'm gonna put it. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something about this bat manga that we read. Uh, maybe. Uh. Maybe I just didn't like think I was too busy reading and I was too I didn't spend enough time like thinking. What's the pull with this? It just seems like nineteen sixties Batman. I guess. Not okay, so not necessarily in a bad way, but like you seem pretty hyped about this and we and we read it. I, I didn't get like I didn't I didn't get the the deal. So, did you read that, um, you read that, uh, I also had you read a single issue of America Batman, Batman number 180, which is the original Death Man story. Yeah. Yeah, Death knocks three you, times. You didn't feel, like, a difference between the manga ver- adaptation and, like, that story? I mean, a, a slight difference, I guess. Different how? So, what did I, so what did I, I miss? <laughs> so it's oh yeah, this is such a comic nerd thing. Um, just the way the story is done, and the way it's paced, and the way like the the manga version uses multiple chapters to tell the story. Yeah, yeah, that like, I the manga version sure. feels way more modern than regular Batman comics from this era do like it's it's a style of decompressed storytelling that then comes to American comics later Mm. and this is just so much earlier than I knew like that style of doing superhero stories existed so that was the part where I like I was like taken with this um, when I started digging into it gotcha so I kind of had that, like, when I, <laughs> I mean, I went through, like, a cycle reading this. I, you were not wrong. Like, these, vol- I'm like, it's three volumes. And you're like, oh, they're chunky. I'm like, okay, like, I've handled chunk before. These are fucking chunky. They're like 330 yeah. pages a piece. So I, like, went through all five stages of insanity <laughs> taking these in. And I started reading it. And I, yeah. I didn't know the format or anything. Right, because it's like a lot mm-hmm. of not one shots, like you said. There, most of them are multiple chapters, like three. I think is the average. Yeah, yeah um, so they go somewhere like five. There's like some one shots. Yeah, or yeah, at least one one shot. Um, so I was like reading them, and I didn't know that it was like all separate, like a collection of stories, mostly. Um. With a few, yeah. a few recurring things. It keep, it says complete, but I don't know if that's true. What I know it is complete is that it's all the issues that they put up digitally on Comixology. 
yeah, and then collect yeah. it into these physical volumes. But like when you go to because when you go to check the uh, like the print information on the in the back, it doesn't give you any of the. I didn't see the Japanese like credits. It showed me the Comicsology credits for like when they were like reprinting, you know, issues one to eleven or whatever. I'm yeah, like, that's not. <laughs> That's not what I was looking for, because these collections, there's at least one story in here that's definitely out of order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the like clay man. You get you get the Clayface, clayface origin right, story yeah. in volume three, and you get it earlier, <laughs> a later Clayface story in like volume two. And that when I hit that, I was like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, because I knew the some of the other from the other from like the coffee table book. And material I'd seen on that. I knew the other Clayface story ex- did exist. But it's so hard to... F- like, another th- thing just about... M- I, I have a lot of interest in manga from this era or whatever. But there's so little info and mate- like stuff that's actually translated. So, like, I, they might, I might be more interested in reading something else... Uh, from this era, but like this is what's <laughs> this is like a translated into English, <laughs> well, yeah, it, and like not that long ago, it was like pretty you know, the last 10 years this was translated to English. That means like 1960s manga, I'm pretty if it's not Tezka, <laughs> um, I mean, even then, hard. like, dude, it this feels like. Am I wrong? Does it not feel I got I got like slight Astro Boy vibes. Maybe because of all the oh, doctor, yeah. just the constant like it's Doctor So and So. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, like <laughs> Jerquado was like I thought he was asked what his his influences are. He's like Tezka. I'm like, yeah, obviously, yeah, that that tracks. <laughs> of course, like anything after Tesca is gonna be influenced by Tesca. Tesca, it's not only that like Tesca's good; it's like ubiquitous and like omnipresent, yeah, <laughs> like stuff. Yeah, and defined like literally all genres. Um, yeah, going like start. I was waiting. Basically, I spent. Like the first half of the of the first volume of this, waiting for the other shoe to drop. There is no I, other shoe. Yeah, I was know. thinking there was gonna be something, and then like by the end, I'm like, okay, it's just gonna be a shitload of these stories, and I wasn't too thrilled about it. And then I like, I hit enough of those moments, like just the dumb like, I I after being uh horn swoggled by what this is because i assumed like an idiot um i i fell more into to what it is and got a little a little more in touch with it i would like to read a a small sample of what mm-hmm. <laughs> the type of shit that like i just found amusing <clears throat> hey there's batman with a bag it must be the bomb i found the bomb everyone it must be in that bag like just the it's like it's the it's the same shit that kind of annoys me a little bit in some of the older american comics but like it's just so direct and there's no fluff around it that i find it pretty funny in a lot of these stories 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe not funny. Amusing is the is the right word. I don't know. It was silly, and everything was pretty silly, and I liked it. Yeah. The, I mean, I think, the, like, a big difference for me is just, like, there's so much more focus on just panels of action. Yeah, that's like, true. That That's certainly true. Every, like... It, the stories all move like there's no there's no fluff mm-hmm. well the, uh but not even in that way like like the silver age stories in america move too but they just like fly by literally everything they don't stop to like show fighting happening even sometimes gotcha uh, so like it's like it's the fighting and the action has room to breathe all in addition to it still being like, you know, they're pretty simple, but like silly stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but like the, uh, I don't know, the spectacle and the action of it is all well staged and thought out and paced in a, in a way that feels more like a modern comic. It's hard to, hard for me to put my finger on it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I guess just I haven't read enough modern, not even enough modern comics, but like my uh, sample picker like picks the good stuff generally. I don't know. Well, you haven't read enough like Silver Age comics. You haven't read enough older. um, Oh, like older modern, but still modern. No, I mean, you know, I I mean, comparing this to. Like the Batman comics of '66, like more of what issue 180 is like, or whatever. Yeah, but like, what is like when you say this feels more modern? Like modern, modern being like what? Like a comic release today? It feels more like. Yeah, in okay. terms of okay. in terms of pacing and panel usage. Or oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, that didn't enter my mind at all. <laughs> Uh-huh. That doesn't, I, to me, there was like, and I'm, I would say almost zero experience, right? Like this felt exactly like, I was like, wow, this is just, this feels like really like a, a Batman thing. Like this, this feels like the thing we just read. And I was wondering if that was the part of the pull is just like how mm-hmm. on the, on, how on point it was. No, I mean the, the real pull that was the that was the th- that was like the other shoe for me, like when I looked into it. My actual pull for this was realizing, oh, this is a strong. This is like a missing link from for common writer. Like this is a precursor to that. Mm. In terms of how that manga exists and that property exists. I see where the of, you know, Japanese I, Japanese superhero stuff comes. I from. see where the podcast link is now. I get it. Yeah, that was because we're was doing the thing. Kamen going, Rider. You sneaky that, son of a bitch! It's that common writer, like the the. Uh, I had I I think I sent you that one shot to read. Um, the like precursor for it was the one shot Skull Man. Yeah, yeah, you and you definitely like I had. Like, I had yeah. seen that and everything. Yeah, because we talked about it. Like, I recognized so, the like, character. Like, and Skullman to me just immediately seems like, um, 
Shatoru Ishidomori, the creator of Kamen Rider, like, read these Batman, this Batman manga and was like, oh, Lord Deathman should be the, hero, the main character. <laughs> he should be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lord Deathman should be the protagonist of the story. That would be interesting. I guess I don't... Like, I... And then that turns into Kamen Rider. So what is... Like... Just a guy with a skull head. That's like the main thing. That's just it. Okay, I was like, does it does his shtick come into play? Because I don't know. No, like, just a more violent character who's who got a skull for a head. That's the main. That's it. It's not. We're these are superheroes. It's not that complicated. I mean, I don't even know like what Common Rider is. He's a superhero who rides a motorcycle. That makes sense. He kicks people's I, arms off. I see the only... He fights pseudo-Nazis. Yeah, that makes sense. Shocker. He fights Shocker. The evil organization that created him. I just... He's like a cyborg. Okay. So so the he's the, the second big Japanese cyborg hero, and the first was also a Jiro Kawada comic that he did before the bat manga called eight man and if like if eight man were a thing that we could read i would have had us read it but um (laughs) i couldn't find any english version of that manga i did find english versions of the cartoon which is black and white and very you know low budget so i find it kind of unwatchable and I watched enough of that to realize, oh, Eight Man's literally Superman. <laughs> he's like he's like out here d- getting shot by bullets and outrunning a train. <laughs> I mean, just just like literally turning into Clark Kent over here, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Why reinvent the wheel, man? A cyborg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was um that made that I so I mean just yeah so bat bat manga was by the it's by the same guy who did Common Rider no no okay it's by the guy who, who did Eight Man who did Eight Man and but it, like who drew inspired. Eight Man but he did not write he wrote Bat manga and he well Eight Man was like the thing he did for it's probably pro- why he got hired to do the Bat manga. Gotcha. He had drawn super a superhero comic already or whatever, I presume, but I don't really know. So I mean, but this is just this is just clearly an influence to from like my view of yeah, like really yeah. not fucking knowing anything. <laughs> this just seems like a clear influence on Common Writer, and it's one I have access to, as opposed to all the other old manga I want to look at. Yeah. That's the big thing was just like this has been translated because of this coffee table book, really. <laughs> I can't so still still hilarious to me that there's a there's only a Wikipedia article about the two thousand and eight coffee table book. Yeah, it's pretty good. That is what it is, is what like any reference to the bat manga on comic on Wikipedia links back to. It's like 
<laughs> so it just gives way more credit to like the dude who <laughs> wrote that book. It's <laughs> or the... like put that book together. Yeah. <laughs> Instead I mean... of like Jirokawada getting his own Nah. That book's the definitive way to take in the series. You know, like that that article in that book is longer than the entire Jiro Kawada page. And it le- and has a picture on like the Jiro Kawada page. <laughs> so Uh-huh. What's your favorite story from this little little collection or a favorite i like i like when batman pirate pilots the fake robot monster to defeat the real monster that's pretty funny that's a good one (laughs) i like when i find it very funny when batman kills a dude with a mace and he's like eh had to be done (laughs) Yeah, that man, part killed me. <laughs> there's like a lot of times in these where he's like, "Oh, that guy died. Well, <laughs> oh, he well. won't be a problem anymore." Uh-huh. But the time he like actually just yeah. hits a dude in the head with a base, and then Commissioner Gordon's like, "This man's dead," and Batman's like, "Eh, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, to be done. away." <laughs> he was. It was Robin was in danger. I had to save him. Yeah. Not even like I I don't have to save you kind of shit. Like, oh no, setting up this robot to get struck by lightning meant all the people who were piling it died. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I really liked when Batman. I guess it was in the Clayface origin story where Batman also gets the shifting ability, and he turns mm. into a giant batarang. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, beat the guy. It's Batman. <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, I just like overall how we. I mean, I'm thinking of like the the one with the um the gorilla. That story mm-hmm. is where I like noticed it. That just they're kind of doing like a Sherlock Holmes reveal. About, like, oh, this is how, like, I knew the criminal would do this. Except they skip any of the part where there's any logic and Batman's just like, I thought you might be a gorilla telekinetic control person, (laughs) so I turned the machine off. Like, with just no, we don't get any basis. And that that shit killed me. He's the world's greatest detective, man. He's got it. He knows. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of greatest detective moments in, in this thing. Um, so I I took a screenshot of a panel, and I think it was like, a, it seems like it was more of a trope, and it's fallen out, because like, I'm familiar with it, but it was just, it came up so repeatedly here, and I just wanted to, like, I don't know, draw attention to it in some way, because like, it was so obvious with, with people being like, uh, I'm going to take your precious emeralds at midnight. Relying on the police for protection is useless. That sort of thing. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't think I've like read anything before where it's so on the nose with that. Though I know it's a, there's no, a trope. There's no irony. There's no 
like winking a nod about how silly this is. Like, no, it's just the thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> totally. Just what this is. Oh man. <laughs> Catman is here, and he's got a cat balloon. <laughs> Catman again. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't read any other Catman stories. There were a couple of there were a couple of name drops where it seemed like we should have known about them. I mean, every doctor it made it sound like they had appeared before. Well, every doctor looks like every other fucking doctor also. Yeah, 100%. Like he has like two doctor fit. He's like doctor and bald doctor. And that's fucking it. He just draws <laughs> the same guy over and over again. <laughs> And I kind of love it. It's like, just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not coming up with another scientist. All scientists are the same. It's the scientist. Yeah. <laughs> this is another brilliant scientist who gets a bad idea and does something dumb. I, <laughs> I do like, like when the villain's plan is forwarded and they're like, yeah, and he just had a fucking really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man like it kind of does in some ways it kind of feels like they don't pull any punches like it's not the perfect phrase but like that stuff where they're just like kind of shit talking the villain or whatever not like actually like shit talking and like whatever that would be from the 60s right yeah mm-hmm. and it's kind of great I also, like, we got so much wonky science. Not even, like, the like the gorilla story. Like, uh, oh, I absorb the... Whatever the hell he breaks the animals down into energy and, like, absorbs their shit to gain uh-huh. their ability. Like, not even that, where it's, like, just out there, but, like, just the... Oh, yeah, he fucking touched radio... Uh, he touched radiated powder, and now he's paralyzed. That's what radiation does to you. Like... Mm-hmm. I love that shit so much. Uh, the holograms? We got holograms that can punch people, but, like, Batman punt can't punch them? Uh-huh. Yeah. That was a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is the whole thing with Catman's fucking magic cloak. And Batman's like, eh, it's magic. That's not real. Or whatever. And, like... It's not real. Like, Catman just fucking dies in a fire because he gets fucking cocky. Yep. And Batman's just like, yeah, he just got fucking lucky a few <laughs> times and thought he was invincible. It's fucking that wild. Shit was I mean, unreal. A, a cloak like that could be real, I guess, because, like, there's plenty of shit we don't know about, but not that. <laughs> it didn't work out for him. Still got to be careful of fire. Like, yeah. God damn. Like, so many people died in these stories, though. Also, didn't that yes. guy, like, the one, the wrestling dude, like, just fell off a building or whatever, right? I remember yeah, the, <laughs> there was a wrestler who was just like, yeah, I'd rather just punch my own ticket. And he jumped off the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Himself. Right, punch my own ticket. I forgot that <laughs> fucking line. I remember it, though. And his sister's, like, crying yeah. over his body as the yeah, comic ends. Didn't his sister also try to kill herself in that comic? Yes. Yeah, that was fucking brutal. Yes. Fucking. Mm -hmm. So this is like, you know, setting the precedent for what Kamen Rider will be. (laughs) (laughs) This kind Um, of superhero storytelling. This this, uh, idea of like what violence is okay. Yeah. I mean, 
also I love that combined with like Sherlock Holmes, we also got a lot of Scooby Doo shit, right? Oh, this like phantom is yeah. actually this person. This thing is this. Like they they tore the mask out yeah. of like everything until the last story where it's just fucking aliens. Yeah, there were just aliens. Just actual well, also aliens. the sea monster one. There was like right. Yeah, there was a, a fucking robot sea monster. And then there's a real sea. But monster. But they're hanging out. They're hanging out in the cave where the real sea monster lives. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, yeah. That <laughs> Batman and Robin have to use the robot sea monster to battle the real sea monster <laughs> at the end of the comic. That that shit was so good. God. <laughs> Because like that's that's like the reputation this comic has is that of um like combining Batman with Japanese sci-fi tropes of the time, mm-hmm. like yeah, you know, that giant sea sense. monsters or you know or whatever, yeah, or the like the kind of robot designs they use and stuff. I'm just thinking about. Uh... The one where the three the three criminals they all had like names they gave them like whatever shitty criminal names like they're they're uh-huh. broken out of the truck by the dude with the the robots yeah. who like lets them control and fucking like just three kind of like regular criminal guys and uh fucking Batman's just chilling. And Robin, like, they're like, oh, shit, these three criminals escaped. And then, like, however many days later, they're like, oh, this robot is, like, causing trouble. He's like, they must be related to the Batmobile. Like, Mm. all that. It's a small world in Gotham. Yeah, man. It's just great. (laughs) Like, this Um, was clean. I love love that those guys, like, he breaks his robot and is like, can I have another robot? And the guy's like, do you know how long it took to build that robot? Fuck dude, you. Dude, he, he, sh- he shot that guy. <laughs> like, he just put a fucking bullet in his chest. It's like, why did, if it was so important, why did you give it to this random criminal to use? <laughs> why didn't you have a better plan? <laughs> they all have shit plans, dude. <laughs> just bad ideas, man. I think my favorite instance of Batman planning ahead was the guy with the uh, the weather stick. Uh huh. Where they end up just fighting in the room, and Batman yes. just revealed like, "Well, I'll do this," and Batman's like, "Yeah, you would if I hadn't done this," and he does it like six <laughs> times. <laughs> well, then I'll do a whirlwind, Robin. The ropes. He just fucking wrestling him, just. Uh, bouncing off the ropes and shit Mm -hmm. that was a good that was a good i think that was like my favorite fight also because we had like the tornado shit and it reminded me of pluto hell yeah (laughs) which is like part of why i was kind of like man imagine though uh we're still in 1966 ben don't get to i know but um, the other reason I wanted to read all of this is because kind of the legacy of that <laughs> coffee table book coming out was just all focused on Lord Deathman and like 
the idea just that uh, those bat those Japanese Batmans are so wacky, but also like the Deathman was just from an American comic and and the manga didn't change that much. Like story, only... like why is this this is why is this the thing everyone became obsessed with about this? Why does it it only focuses on Deathman? Just like that. That mostly. No, that's the thing. Like Lord Death, the idea of Lord Deathman is like a, he's just the thing that like, perpetuated or whatever. But it was like the takeaway. The thing from an American comic. Yeah, <laughs> but they put Lord in front of it or whatever. The oh, translation wow. put Lord in front of his name. I don't know what it was in Japanese. Like wow, that's or, so that's so fucking crazy. <laughs> he literally is the same character. Like that that it's three. Yeah. It's uh-huh. extended. It's extended, but that's like the same exact damn story. Except instead of getting yes. zapped by fucking lightning, he uh, what what happens? There's like a does the helicopter crash or something? Or he gets a... I forget. I forget how he dies. It's, like, similar, but it's not by lightning. But, like, uh, it's yeah, the same... After crash. Yeah, it's, like, a one-to-one thing. That's weird that people, like, hone in on that. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of people speaking of people dying by electricity, those three... The, the robot guys getting killed because the electricity comes through their headphones and fucking... Gets all yes. three of them, and they're just slumped in their fucking chairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just Batman so fucking nonchalant. Oh, the electricity must have killed all of them coming through the headphones. Away! <laughs> like, well, I guess I did this. <laughs> <laughs> had oh to be my done. Oh, God. And like... <laughs> I forget... I remember, uh, it's not the, is it the mayor? No. When there's like the, we get the bit about like the next iteration of humanity and the guy is like the the mutant mutant. gene. Yeah. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're going to go full X-Men. I see. And then they didn't kind (laughs) of, um, at the end they're like, oh, it's a good thing we've like purged all that mutant gene. Yeah. (laughs) Uh... The guy, I remember the person's like, I'm Batman, I know it's against your code to kill, but if something goes wrong, blah, blah, blah. Batman agrees to it, right? I forget if he... I I remember how the fight goes, roughly. I forget if Batman's like, yeah, sure. I know he doesn't want to. Yeah. Well, that, I think he might well, agree to it. Like, if he has to, he will. I mean, everybody is so on board with that whole experiment, but, <laughs> and then they find out the dude has a daughter, and they're like, no, nah, get out of here, man. Yeah. No, she's fine with it, right, honey? And she's, like, fucking crying. She's like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. God. Uh, no, I don't think he... You don't see him agree on panel. Because he you says, I want him, you to okay. kill me, and then Batman's like, I, and it cuts. Okay, that would be why I don't remember it well then. Yeah, it's like implied that Batman's kind of agreeing, but it's not. Batman doesn't go. Yeah, sure, I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like that guy with the fucking mace. 
just hits that guy in the head so hard he died. He's like, had to save Robin. Oh, well. Batman, I thought you didn't kill people. I, whoa, 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 whoa. I whoa. did fucking nothing. The mace hit him. Look. <laughs> I mean, also, Batman busts out a fucking bazooka in these comics. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like hiding <laughs> in the shadows or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> hiding in the shadows with a bazooka. I don't know, but, like, this is, like, also a good example to me of, like, yeah, you could have Batman, like, (laughs) kill people and use guns or whatever if, like, you really wanted to, but don't be fucking edgy about it. Just, like, have it it happen and be casual and be fine. But the way people want to do it in, like, modern Batman that makes me so annoyed is, like, them being such fucking edgelords about it. Yeah. That's the shit I don't like. This shit is just hilarious. Because it's so fucking casual. It's so just pure superhero comics. I don't know. Yeah, it's no, like, like not... he's... It's all over the top, even when it's not, he's like... Just, he's just a square. He's just, you know, he's the hero. He's gonna do the good thing. Sometimes he needs the right tool for the job. Sometimes that involves murdering people. Whatever. God, there's so much, like, wall. As long as we're not, like... Th- angsting about it or thinking about it (laughs) yeah they certainly don't dwell on anything here no Uh uh-huh yeah also the part part that makes like oh characters like that makes it annoying to have like characters kill who don't kill or whatever is because they're if they're like all broken up about like digimon season two when suddenly all the kids are all torn like the new kids are all torn up about the idea of killing a Digimon and I'm like you killed so many Digimon season one the kids killed like Digimon every fucking week what are you t- what are you fucking talking about yeah get over yourselves god fucking save the day there's literally a, a demon monster holding a bus full of children like calm down <laughs> just shoot him <laughs> God, I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah. My, uh-huh. my Digimon, has, like, that's all, like, faded for me. That one did not mm. stick. Wild. Burned into my brain forever. Yeah, yeah, I've probably yeah. seen it more times than you have. Too. Oh, oh, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't watching it as nearly as much. Mm-hmm. I was just playing the little... Digimon, Digivice, Pedometer, Tamagotchi game? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, I, I know it's, uh, back to, to, to Bat Manga, I know it's mm. immature, I know it's, like, a thing, it fucking tickles me that Robin's real name is Dick. <laughs> like I suppose maybe Richard, but everybody just calls him Dick. Yeah. And like, oh, that's well, that's you know, he he when he talks to that girl, he's like, "Hi, I'm R- Dick." He's because yeah. he's gonna say Richard. Yeah. <laughs> then just like, I don't know. It's I know Robin Sibbett for that girl was very funny because it was such a. Change of pace. Is that when uh, the girl who kisses him and he fucking falls down the stairs because he's like yes, smitten for like a hundred panels? 
not yeah, a he cannot hold it together. Yeah. He like <laughs> puts on Batman. He puts his shirt on backwards. He puts on Batman's cape. Batman's cape. <laughs> she gives him the little Robin, smooch. Get your shit together. God. <laughs> it's very funny. Because, like, that, it's so unlike the rest of the comic. Yeah, no, it's completely, like, that was just a one and done. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good shit, like, though. payoff for reading the whole thing. <laughs> That's the other foot. It's Robin being, like, out of his gourd, horny. Uh, there's that time a baseball got big, and suddenly <laughs> it was Ultra Q. <laughs> Fucking, dude, the... The, uh, that same one with the, I don't know, the, the, whatever machine that's making shit big. And Mm -hmm. Robin, like, I guess his boot just gets big or whatever. Yes. And and Batman's (laughs) like, are you okay? Is there, like, are you feeling okay from, like, getting hit by this? He's like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Like, my legs are normal. Batman's just like, well, that's good. If your leg was giant, you'd have a hard time walking. Uh (laughs) that's the problem there yeah we also get like that cop's gun gets made big on him giant pistol and he's like how can I signal Batman I've gotta fire the gun then another fucking classic like just I love I also love how uh, cause like I'm so used to fucking edgy Batman right or like Uh Batman with a like baby Batman and his little bat container on his backpack while the universe turns dark on the opposite side of a map or whatever the fuck, <laughs> you know, that classic, classic Batman stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yes. It's so funny to me that like, just seeing Batman and Robin, like, we're just patrolling. We're just in this convertible, like, yeah. Car was the TV show. That was louder than a gunshot. Go there. Yeah, man. It is cool. In a silly way. It's just I mean it's not it's cool, like they're lame as hell, but in a fun way. Yeah. Uh-huh. They punch people. They Sometimes punch the, want, they punch the shit out of people. You just want standard one superhero, please. One standard unit of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the standard superhero unit, yeah. A little bit of fucking, a little bit of nonsense thrown in. But so when I don't know if I I don't know if I caught the actual year. So this was nineteen sixty six, sixty seven, right? Roughly. Ye- yes, sixty six, sixty seven. When was the? Because it's like again, it's it's like coinciding with the Adam West show coming out in Japan too. And when was the, when was the original one that we read? The Death Man? Do you know? Batman 180? It yeah. should be around the same period. Okay. Um, yeah, 66. It's the same year. Wow. I mean, that's a, <laughs> it's a fast turnaround. Um, I mean, that's the other thing. It's a thing, like... All these Batman comic books came out within, like, a year <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that's wild. I would I have assumed I would have assumed the the 180 was, like, 62 or earlier, even. Somehow, 60, 
well, maybe 64, 60, a couple of years at least. One year is insane between them. Um, mm-hmm. I was taking that train of thought somewhere with the with the time difference. I don't know where I was going with it anymore, but like, sure. there you go. <laughs> if it comes back, I'll I'll mention. Yeah, I'm not sure. Again, like, I just wish I had better info on some of this stuff. Yeah. Because I don't know how long he was on. I don't actually know, like, how long he wrote this. I don't think it was, like, more than that much longer than a year, though. Hmm. Oh, I think I was, I think I remember. I think I was just going to make a comment about how, like, I was going to make a comment about, like, how, I mean, they literally came out, like, roughly the same year and just, like, how much more readable I find this. But, oh, like, okay. it's different mediums also. Because, like, part okay, of the... no, I'm wrong. He spent, like, this. this came out over, like, a period of, like, ten years. The... The Batman manga. Okay. It ran from like 66 to 77. Oh, okay. I probably just caught the date for like one of the things. Yeah, that makes more sense. Eh, well. I mean, for the readability thing, like it's still... (laughs) Like it's just so much more readable to me, but... Just... I I mean, I don't know how like a, a manga coming out at the time would look like, but just like all of the the ads and the narration sort of stuff that the the Batman 180 does like it just makes it messy for me to take in or it makes it harder to take in i don't know why like it's no like i agree cl- with you i think silver age comics are kind of hard to read in a way that this isn't yeah yeah cuz like, like if you just also if you just look at a page of that of the of 180 like how many more words are on a page dude there's so many fucking more words like that's the first there's thing so I know many is, more words it's like it's like a novel in comparison it feels like yeah like there was literal i mean you could throw a dart at the bat manga like entire pages where it's just like panels and shit's happening and nobody's like narrating the goddamn fight or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, there aren't narration there's... boxes. It's oh, just like action well, is just happening. Narration boxes or just like characters constantly fucking talking. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And co- characters, like, they're assuming you can look at the image and not like that you have to read all the <laughs> words yeah, yeah. in order to know what's happening. Yeah. Which is like, that's just... I mean, I've I've mentioned it before. I I forget what the hell we were reading. I remember some sort of force field thing or something, and they like within the like a span of five pages. It was in like the same issue. They mentioned the, like the same shit like six times or whatever. Like just fully uh-huh. the force field that does X. This is doing X because it's the force field. Like it was probably Fantastic Four. Sounds right. I, I want to say it was something with Galactus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That's fantastic. For hey, <laughs> I remember shit sometimes. Um, 
But this, I mean, like, for how for how silly it, silly it is, and it's like not that was another comic that came out in uh 1966 yeah yeah oh really <laughs> like actually 66 yes amazing <laughs> so that is another that is your other reference for comics from 1966 yeah those issues of fantastic four did any of the spider-man we did come out around then actually then i don't think i didn't have you do any uh Ditko Spider-Man. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Bat manga just how you just respect its audience. <laughs> I guess it's readable. Uh, I fucking loved it. I don't know that I've that we that I've seen it anywhere. I've seen it maybe a little bit in in some of the comics we've done where the if it's like a lot of weird wonky panels, they'll have like the little arrows or something. Uh-huh. Um, I really like the numbering that they had. And if that's been a thing in other stuff, I have not noticed it, but like I don't th- I don't think that is a thing in other stuff. I've not seen that before. I kind of like it. <laughs> it was pretty useful sometimes. Or there was even No, I think that was all. I was going to say I think they numbered like a speech bubble, but I think it was just too No, I think it was within the same panel. There was like Batman was talking or somebody was talking there were two speech bubbles and they had it like you read from um from left to right like for those two particular bubbles and they had them numbered I was like that's pretty nice mm-hmm. sometimes I'm I'm shit at at sussing that stuff out sometimes yeah I mean I'm just glad they printed it without flipping it <laughs> <laughs> But why? Because, uh, but right to left, left to right. <laughs> yeah, but I'd rather have the art preserved in the way it was. It's oh, supposed to oh yeah, exist. dude. Um, as much as you know, and I'm I've read enough manga that I'm fucking used to it. <laughs> yeah. the The only hard part is when you're doing a lot of regular American comics and reading manga back to back. That's when, I. That's when you're tested. That's when your, your your fortitude is uh, put to the test, dude. Reading this stuff and like the all the like Sailor V, all that, like we you know all the manga and everything, and then Berserk, right? And then I go back to read, yeah, like any any American comic or whatever, even like web comics, and I I constantly just I've been starting on the right for like the last month <laughs> or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm mostly just. I don't I don't make that mistake anymore really, but like I used to all the time. Yeah. For sure. We might have done Spider Man from sixty six, I'm not sure. I know we did some I don't I don't, I don't remember what the oldest Spider Man thing we did. I mean we did uh J. Jonah Jameson uh bringing Doctor Doom, classic stand up guy, to the city. That like stuff around that period was like what I was thinking might be that old. When did the Spider-Man? No, that's seventies. That's seventies. Okay, but what low seventies? Seventy-seven is when that's the newspaper strip started. That's not low seventies. That 
<laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But again, apparently that's when this Batmanga run ended. But okay, it's so hard to to like because I don't. I'm pretty sure these are all printed out of order in this collections. I, I like you can't. I can't get a sense of it. Doesn't. It all, it all feels of a piece anyway. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know that there is progression, but I'm, I'm, I feel like I would like to know if there, if there could have felt like a progression if it had been in order. Yeah. I mean, the only, yeah, the. I don't. I can't think of anything that would be like progression. The only thing that stands out is like a thing, but that's not even really like progression over the course of the of the manga is just the fact that they end on the one where aliens are real like that's the last mm-hmm. thing kind of mm-hmm. stood out to me yeah again that's not fucking weird as far as superhero yeah. comics in this era go like yeah no. like the silver age comics are defined by fucking bizarre sci-fi stuff constantly yeah like, cause they, cause that era of a um, that era of American comics is completely defined by the covers. It was all about putting some ridiculous premise on the cover so kids would buy it, and like the story could be was like whatever. <laughs> but yeah. the cover was like the thing that like they cared about or whatever yeah no we've um we've got they're like again they're they're you know some comics from that that are worth reading but the predominant mode of the era is like the just stare at these covers because these covers are you're there are like the hook to buy the book and then honestly the the they're it, they're never gonna pay off the cover in the way you want probably <laughs> like it's either gonna be an imaginary story, so it's like not real. Yeah, or it's gonna be like, oh, it, we were misleading you in some way. Yeah, I like maybe, maybe like there's so many like Superman and like Lois Lane comics that are. I was gonna like say that. the one I feel like, even if I'm pulling it out of my ass, I'm sure it's happened. But like, I feel like there there's been a thing where it's like Superman dies and it's just like a trick, like he's faking his death for some reason. I feel like that. Oh yeah, was a, it's usually a like thing. there's comics where like Superman being some huge asshole. Like there was a <laughs> yeah. blog called Super Dickery that was just like <laughs> a collection of old Superman and. Like Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen covers of just Superman being a huge piece has, of shit has, on the cover. Has there been like a, I don't know what the right word is, not necessarily a parody, but like a clean version of like someone doing like a, like that style, like older, you know, whatever, that age of comics, but like go, like going with the, the joke, like going through with it. Like, going back to, like, Superman turns into a monkey? And it's just, like, that's the story. He turns into a monkey, and it does, you just, that, it ends, and it's Super Monkey. Because that would be great. I would love reading a collection of that <laughs> shit. Um. Oh, here's, I, I was distracted because I was looking for this wow. cover. Wow. I bet it's the classic... Superman cover. 
of uh, Jimmy Olsen <laughs> giving Superman a special Superman uh, like robe. And also Superman's his dad for some reason. And Superman, in disgust, <laughs> destroying it to teach him a lesson with his laser beam. What a fucking... <laughs> this is me. What a, a call-out. <laughs> this gift you got me for Father's Day makes me sorry I ever adopted you as my son. <laughs> Damn, pick a better fucking gift, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, no, the explanation is just... It's like, oh, it's like... Red crypt... It's some red kryptonite or blue kryptonite that just makes Superman be a prick instead of weakening him or whatever great <laughs> is there a color um, is there a color kryptonite that just gives them the munchies but uh but as far as like you know someone doing like a more like earnest take on this this era of like silver age superhero stuff um well, I don't know about like just what with what you're wanting for is like the really stupid stuff, but um, yeah, the Batman the Brave and the Bold cartoon was like entirely like trying to be Silver Age, but just like doing it well. And there's like us, there's one episode with Superman, and it's like full of and Superman becomes evil in it, and it's like referencing all these covers and stuff. Okay, I mean. <sighs> I'll take it, I guess. But yeah, that's... I don't know that I want to watch it, but like, I'll accept it. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, this shit is... It's fun. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like the, the like modern version of Batman that's the, the closest to, you know, just Adam West, Sil- like, or Silver Age, just like... He's just here he's just good all people <laughs> he's not he's not angry he's just you know incredibly competent real talk kind of a square people i adam west batman is like mm-hmm. a well-known phrase to me i yeah i even kind of at this point know roughly what it means I could not define it in words. You know, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But, like, I have not seen any of it. Yeah. Zero. Was Adam West Batman when when Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze or whatever? No. That's George Clooney. Yeah, well. Adam West Batman is the 1966 Batman TV show. I... Before 1966, Ben, look, not like... Haven't you seen the fucking, fucking movie? Batman Arnold. Batman begins in like 2008. Before that, there's no Batman on TV. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're like, is this 1997 movie from 1966? I, dude, I was three years old <laughs> in 97. Lay off. I was... I don't know how old I don't know how old Adam West is. He could be anybody. I I just even know what he looks like. Sixty-six TV show over and over again. Okay, point. Like whatever. So I was dumb. What else is new? 
So I forgot a fact immediately. It happens. <laughs> anyway, is it worth watching? Not all of it. But like again, it, I'm not old enough to love it. <laughs> okay, like it doesn't have. And it the, was never. It was never on TV when I was a kid, so I don't have any. Yeah, nostalgia but it for does, it. it. It's more like a reference point I know is important. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, we could do the. I would do the movie of it. Like it had a movie. Okay. At the end, but but uh, I wouldn't really want to. Oh, I wouldn't want to watch all of it, I don't think, but like... <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Like, I wouldn't mind a, a sample, I guess. Sure. But yeah, we could we could investigate that if you really want to. But again, there's like I no, really want be a payoff. To, really want to is uh, quite strong. <laughs> if it were, if like an episode or something it is, or the movie. It is a missing to... piece of information that you don't have. Yeah, that's like a the... piece of historical context that you're definitely missing for sure. Yeah. I know so much. I like, it's like a void. It's like a puzzle piece that's a void and I don't have the puzzle piece, but I have all the pieces around it. So I know what it looks like roughly. It's kind of how it is in my mind, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recurring bit is them walking up the side of a building that's clearly they've just rotated the film. And then like <laughs> somebody pops their head out the window and that's like the a cameo for this episode or something or whatever. They have a little conversation or something. Amazing. That's a recurring bit. I mean that <laughs> that's pretty fucking good. I don't know, again, don't know that I would enjoy watching however many episodes of it, but, like, seeing it go down. I think, th I think this is just in the, in the movie. Um, the guy who played the Joker didn't want to shave his mustache, so they just put the white powder over his mustache, and you could tell. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. Holy shit. <laughs> The class, the classic scene from the movie I think of is uh, some days you can't get rid of a bomb because Batman's got like a big classic circular bomb he's hold, he's carrying, and trying to get rid of it, and everywhere he turns, he's like tries to run down. She's like sees some nuns, and then he runs the other way. He's like a baby in a baby carriage. He's just like everywhere he looks, he's finding other people, and and like some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Amazing classic bit. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's, you know, kind of corny and silly and fun, but, you know, that's fun. I do like it's corny and silly and fun. The uh, the Simpsons, uh, like, my honestly, my biggest pull for it is probably, like, that I know the Simpsons writers fucking love that show. The first, like, celebrity guest star in any Simpsons episode is Adam West. Hell yeah. That's the first time they did it thing that became incredibly common as the show went on <laughs> just like the actor playing themselves yeah oh dude i see it all like it feels like at least 60 percent of the time looking up a wikipedia for whatever actor actress and it's like simpsons episode blank as themselves yeah every time Also, kind of 
surprisingly, not surprisingly, like a lot of, well, not even act, like celebrities, I guess, but a, maybe a different, <laughs> a different uh, group, a group of celebrities, like, you know, they, they play themselves on beloved PBS kids show, Arthur. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean that makes sense. When I I just remember this one uh trip I went as a kid with my parents and a friend. We like rented a house in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. And we got like the TV there got like three channels. Yep. And two of them had, would air the Simpsons at different times. Hell yeah. And like the only other thing I watched there while I was there was like Arthur. <laughs> The Simpsons. And then, like, there was, like, rowing on. That's all I remember being on TV. Amazing. What a <laughs> like, fucking selection. Whatever, whatever local Canadian TV was that, that TV was getting. God. <laughs> yeah, like, probably something like 90% of my cartoon intake for a long time was literally just, like, Arthur and whatever was on PBS. That's all we uh-huh. got for cartoons, man. You know what's better than no cartoons? As a kid, Arthur. any cartoon. Uh, As a kid, I, just like, watching a thing. No, I agree with you, but also I just kind of want to say almost. <laughs> it's like almost um, any cartoon. I guess almost any cartoon. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there were limits. And I there are definitely there were definitely cartoons that's like, I'm going to sit here and watch this over watching nothing, but I'm not like, it's not like actually increasing my joy or whatever. I'm like not actually enjoying this. If if the TV turned off, I also wouldn't be that upset. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that was, that when... was like watching the Flintstones. As a kid. It was like just barely enough <laughs> uh, to keep me watching for me. And sometimes I think it wasn't enough. That was, uh, when we would sometimes, I guess, no, because when we went to my grandma's house, we just got other, like, the same selection of cartoons, but earlier in the day, I guess. So we'd get, like, an extra one or two things that were good that we normally wouldn't see if we rode the bus home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I forget where it would have been, but sometimes I remember that, like, we would miss the slot for cartoons or something, or maybe they just weren't on for whatever reason. And, like, the best thing on for that time slot was friends reruns that was like even as a kid just the bare minimum did not like scrubs if we ever caught scrubs i found that pretty funny but uh it's not my jam friends is not my jam okay yeah and also not a cartoon. Uh, you know what's my jam? <laughs> Batman. I like Batman. I don't know that I even like Batman, but I like this Batman. I like reading this version of Batman. Mm-hmm. I've had I like, you know what? I, I, you know, I dedicated all the time to read this Bat manga. You asked me to watch the three hour The Batman. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that seemed like fucking. This is way too much. Um, I don't know. It's like again. It's the I. I honestly just want my Batman to be less fucking edge lordy. Well, I was gonna say. I think part of my problem is that 
so much of the Batman I've taken in is like modern Batman. And it seems like a lot of modern Batman is super edgy instead of just like a little edgy. Maybe yeah. he's always tried to be. Maybe that's been. I know it's been going wow. on for a while, but mm-hmm. I don't. I can't even think of like a middle area that I would have taken in. Well, the Batman the Animated Series from the early 90s, which is excellent, but also is, like, I think the thing you can point to to say, like, starting the trend to where Batman got to today. Yeah. Like, you could see, like, the uh, the origins of stuff, but it's still an excellent Batman. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, has its, it has its... I wouldn't want to do that whole show, because there are definitely, like, just episodes that are bad, but, like, a sampling of that would be definitely would be good and that's like my that's my actual baseline for batman because that's what i grew up with and that show is just way better than a lot of other superhero cartoons um it had like a way higher budget than it was like a weird thing where spielberg had gotten warner brothers to like put way more money into cartoons than had ever been done before and would ever be due to since because the thing that ended it was fucking Pokemon making <laughs> so much money and they were paying like nothing in licensing fees. Yeah. So ended that whole era. But we See, got a good Batman cartoon out of it. When I was a kid, the Batman cartoon was Batman Beyond. Yeah, that's like the same team. That's in the same generation. Old man Bruce Wayne in that is played by the same guy who was playing Batman in yeah. Animated series. Kevin Conroy. I remember That's like basically some of it. the same shit. It's I remember just more, you know, in the future and Blade Runnery. Or I remember sampling that. <laughs> I've been watched. I I watched a little bit more of it. I just never. No. No, that one was fine. I was just trying. I was trying to think from that sampler. I was working on Scooby Doo, but my files had weird audio issues and it was like making me sick mm-hmm. yeah yeah the thing about batman beyond was it was actually a spider-man show terry mcginnis is way more <laughs> spider-man than a uh, batman i could see that and like and like the villains a lot of them were were like takes on spider-man villains or whatever a bunch Did of it, them i remember it was setting up like a plot did yeah, it, the first season re- has a plot, and then it resolves it, and then it doesn't really have a plot anymore. Okay, I was going to ask if it was... I mean, even... Basically, I guess... the first 13 episodes have a plot. Yeah. And then it kind of just becomes... Like, there's some character stuff that happens in terms of dynamic changing, but it basically doesn't have an ongoing story anymore. I mean, rather that than have a plot just not be finished, I guess. Yeah, no, he just, you know, said <laughs> murder the guy that killed his parents or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but does he do it with easy, a mace? Easy. He doesn't do it with a mace. There you go. Inferior. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, this man. I, I don't remember how yeah. I don't I don't remember how uh how much it, it actually he murders that guy and that guy or that guy just drowns or whatever. Yeah. Well, that that's cla- I mean, for this manga, that's fucking classic. Mhm. True. 
But yeah, no, my actual thing with reading this was building towards Common Rider. I never suspected. I yeah, definitely I told am. you. You might not have. I definitely how, did. Okay, but how long ago? Because I remember you mentioning okay. bat, bat manga like ages and ages and ages ago, and then like it came to, to, to doing it. Those are like two different times, I think. Because um, I remember you mentioning the coffee book. And how there's like the Wikipedia article for that, but not for the actual thing. And I think that was way longer ago than like deciding to to do this. Maybe, I mean, past like putting it on our list of shit to do, which could have been an eternity ago. Yeah, it was. I see. It was a month ago. Yeah, I a see month ago, me. I specifically told you the Lord Deathman, Batman manga, Skullman thing, cop to Common Writer. Um, you expect uh, me to remember things from a month ago? <laughs> like I said, fucking ages, literal epochs have fucking come and passed. Which is which is like right when I was like, we should do this. As an episode. But, you know, we had other stuff to do first. Yeah. That was that was when I was, like, putting it on the schedule. Because oh, that, that was when I ordered the books. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not doing it immediately was also a function of waiting for the books to arrive. Gotcha. Oh, this was a, this was a good one. After I got my, through my initial, like, where the fuck is the other shoe? There was no other there shoe. There was no that other was... shoe. There was just a giant boot. There was, it was one giant boot. No second giant boot. <laughs> Good times, though. I don't know. I've just, I've just been on a kick of just wanting classic foundational shit. Not the uh, shit with another shoe. I'll say. That's the boot I've been in. Yeah. And I don't think you have been in that boot. <laughs> I've been in that mood. But for, like, different I would, stuff. I would say my mood, and the, the way that that mood is not lined up with your interests, I would say. Yeah, like, I've been in that mood for, like, that. I was in that mood, and that led me to that fucking boarding school boys manga. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... <laughs> Which, like, we could probably, I think we talked a little bit about how we could take that and go further back and we'd just end up at, like, the same place for some of this shit, right? Because, like, Atena, then Rose me, of Versailles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Read some so, Princess Knight. So, eventually, like, they, they, they'll, they'll coalesce into the, 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 same, the same track. Yeah, we can do fucking Princess Knight. They would complete the... My the the foundational stuff that I still kind of want to do, but I don't know if I like. I don't know enough about it to know if I want to do it. Like if I'm ready, right? Um, mm -hmm. like Fist of the North Star was on the list of of foundational shit. That is something I've never really dove into. Yeah, and I I just don't know like. 
I like I know a little bit about it. I've seen some clips here and there, yeah. but I just mm-hmm. don't know if I, it's something I would find watchable. I assume I could read it because you can always skim, but mm-hmm. yeah. God, look at this guy skimming. That's the only way to do some stuff <laughs> if you want to do it. I mean, the thing I know that I think you will like uh, is the Onisama A anime. But I I just I'm watching that with someone, so I don't know when I'm gonna be finishing it. Yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. been able to get together consistently, and we have like probably like two more sittings to finish it. Gotcha. No, I mean my. I mean it's it's at least good. Like even if it's not something I'm like super stoked on, kind of like this at first. Like usually it, it's a pretty tried and true formula at this point of like I'm not super hyped on something, and then we talk about it, and I'm feeling a lot better about it. Sure. Like, getting to like getting to talk about it with someone, and this is true for a lot of things. Like it just, it elevates it. I think. Sure. If I can talk to someone about something and it's. And that that person is like into a thing like that that makes it so much it it elevates anything for me so that's always nice uh-huh. yeah 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 um, look man we're just coming down I'm coming down off the highs of the Dragon Ball podcast <laughs> dude the fucking yeah no that was four it's having us of, like uh, aligned on enthusiasm just fucking pumped <laughs> uh-huh, just absolutely yeah. jacked on Dragon Ball. Oh, that was like, uh, see, that was part of like, I, cause someone in the discord, maybe multiple people, I don't know, had mentioned Nor- uh, Fist of the North Star. And I was like, I know this was also an influence on Berserk. I could look into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you yeah, would want to check it's a that clear, out. It, it's a clear influence on Berserk. It's a clear influence on Jojo. Jojo is it's the other clear, one. Yeah, yeah. It's a clear influence on Dragon Ball, if only because like, fighting was popular <laughs> and that was why <laughs> dragon ball became about fighting yeah <laughs> that one's not like it's not like toriyama's like really influenced by the storytelling or style it was more just like the idea of a fighting tournament i think hell i mean fighting tournament is pretty fucking good though <laughs> or whatever yeah but yeah ship will align I I'm like I think I'm aligned on Sailor Moon. I'm I'm al- I'm like maybe I'm not there yet. I'm like ramping up still maybe with Sailor Moon. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like you've been loving Sailor Moon. I uh I was I was what I'm, I'm, my timeline's all fucked up now. Two the the first Sailor Moon batch. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Like I was, I was a little bit more than the second batch. That shit just didn't line Wait up. Wait, ended. Yeah, that yeah. kind of killed uh-huh. it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of tainted that batch. But we're doing small batches, so now, like you know, it's a fresh start, and hopefully with less creepy shit. But also, I'm still expecting a little bit of it because it'd be silly not to. I think. But no, I'm like I, I just need to ease in to that one a little more it doesn't start off with a fucking with a fucking pow like like dragon ball did like goku sure. just gets shot in the head like episode one dude 
True. You can't fucking like. This so well, it's just not pops. A- not everything can be Dragon Ball. Yeah. In fact, that's really my problem with the genre. <laughs> is so many things trying to be Dragon Ball and not being Dragon Ball. Totally. Just like, what if I were watching Dragon Ball instead, though? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> it's, I don't want to be, like, smarmy, smug, piece of shit gatekeeper or whatever, but, like, certainly watching Dragon Ball and thinking about other stuff I've watched, I'm like, holy shit, this is just worse Dragon Ball by, like, a factor of a billion. Yeah. Like. Well, I mean, because it's just, like, that Shonen is, like, it's Shonen Jump. Like, it's an entire magazine built out of comics trying to be in that style, sold to that market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, like, the the financials of it encourage people to, like, try and find that same space of uh, interest in uh, boys. And, yeah, uh, no, it makes sense. Whatever, so, like... The only that market, the only like I I remember that that one really, the one that I I read the manga uh, Hitman Reborn that like ended up being shit, not because it was necessarily bad. I was kind of into it. It does some it does some shit that's a little bit too anime for me nowadays. But I had that was like one of the first mangas I had read. Much and then like you know in that I wasn't it's not like I'd experienced a lot of stuff in that format exactly, um, but it blue balled the shit out of me like I there were there was supposed to be power ups there was supposed to be like cool shit and they'd always fucking they took it away from you at the last second they never you never got the catharsis of fucking protagonist being like doing his move and then firing a big fucking beam. It would always do something else instead, and it never happened. And then Dragon Ball just goes and does it, and I'm like, "Oh, like this is <laughs> this is what I wanted." Finally, release after <laughs> 18 years or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, I can finally just sleep at night. But something like something like uh, Demon Slayer, I think that I don't know if I would actually like that manga because so much of that for me is like the art and the sound and stuff is just very good. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that the manga I don't know that I would care at all about it. Otherwise, because yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't like the. There's like a look to modern manga that I doesn't work for me as much as the older manga I've looked into. Like, like part of it, my my interest is like. These older comics hit me harder than like a lot of more modern manga does. I can't. Just the drawings are like cleaner, like the. Um. Yeah. In the like, in the older more, ones, you mean. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, I, I I get what you mean. I I don't think I've looked at any like modern. No, that's not true. I've read the uh, like that Monogatoro like the style of you know 2003 Astro Boy. <laughs> hey, it was 2006. Show 2006 some respect, Astro Boy. Yeah, no, I. But I don't know. I can like, definitely I mean, see what you mean. Po- well, I mean, you know, Urasawa is the modern manga I like. Also, so. 
with uh, yeah. Pluto. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, for a second there, my brain like broke, and I was like, "Is that the dude who did like fashionable judo girl?" It is. But like, what's the title of that manga or that manga? Yawara. Yawara. I got that word confused with with his name. <laughs> with, <laughs> like I got uh, flipped. Urasawa. They're basically the same. <laughs> if you're me. Okay. No, just uh, for, just Pluto. for a second. Just for a second. Mm-hmm. Pluto ran from 2003 to 2009. Okay. Um. So I guess that Astro Boy came out started in like the middle of that run. In hindsight, that is a fucking a weird one. Man, yeah, I can see why this was influential. This is modern as hell. It feels super modern. Spoiler. <laughs> um, it was from 2006. <laughs> uh, no, a yeah. lot of the... But like, the, yeah. Like the older stuff that we read, like, even like, well, some of us read. I never really got around to reading much of Rose of Versailles, not in its entirety. But like, mm-hmm. it seems like it's either clean, like the bits of Dragon Ball you've shown me, or like Astro Boy, or that sort of thing, which is old, old, I guess, in the case of Astro Boy. But like, yeah. it's either clean or it's busy in a way that like evokes a mood. Like fucking berserk, or mm-hmm. like some of the other like that boarding school boys manga. Like that was busy as shit, but in like the way where there's flowers over everything, right? Yeah, because of that genre. I don't know, but it's yeah, it's busy, but it's a different kind of busy than like a modern thing. Like even the the don't mess with me, please, Miss Nagatoro. I I I enjoy that, but the art for the most part like the art itself is not anything crazy it's not like it's i wouldn't i wouldn't call it great or like super solid it's just yeah, it's know. there i feel like i don't have the expertise to describe properly what i mean kind of but well, i think i think i mean i understand I think, unless I don't at all, and we're talking about two wildly different things. <laughs> like, like, I don't fucking hate the art in Naruto, but why do you always? Which have I think to, is like you have to keep saying cause his name because that's the other like at recent-ish. Describe the manga art that to I've me. read. Describe the art to me of the <laughs> Daniel X manga. Hurry. Oh, it's just incredibly clean. <laughs> the cleanest manga I've ever read. <laughs> These elephants are so clean, Ben. God damn. I mean, a generic, like the most like, <laughs> like w- buy your, your local learn to draw anime book. Holy shit. Yeah, there it is. Learn to draw anime. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. I got to find a page. Can I find a page? <laughs> Oh, in the in the uh, Daniel X manga, yeah, God, Campbell. Why do we always come back here? 
I mean, you brought it down. I know, but you I, I just systematically, I systematically keep mentioning Naruto just to fuck with you. But yeah, but then I'm like, uh, man, I fucking uh, hate Naruto. But you know what? I hate thing. more. You think you hate Naruto? You don't even know what Naruto is. I don't want to know. You don't know what Boruto's dad is all about. Yeah, this is like some kind of thing. It's generic. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. But it, that's the version of Daniel X that I read first was the manga. Because uh, sounds like you fucked up. Me and my friend were friends were going from board. We're jumping from borders to borders because borders was going out of business. So there were just like sales. Oh, yeah. And uh, we just, everywhere we went, we saw the Daniel X manga. And, like, at the last one, it was sitting there right next to checkout. And my friend was like, well, I'm going to, fine, I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking read it. (laughs) And then, uh, that's that's how I was exposed. That's how I learned about how fucking weird Daniel X is. What a monster. Uh, anyway. The manga's much better written than the book. Yeah, but like... Cut out, you cut out all that narration. Yeah, but like... Like, imagine if the story wasn't told from Daniel X's point of view. Okay, but then I don't know that I'd actually be too invested. Because, like... You know, sometimes it's still about his imaginary friends and here's, family. Here's the thing, though. Anya has said to me sometimes, like, she doesn't watch shit that's sad too often, and she doesn't like watching shit that's scary or whatever, or like stuff that makes her angry. And she's like, "Why would you watch these things?" And I'm like, "To feel like at the very at the very minimum." I didn't say that Daniel X makes me full of hatred, which like. That's a feeling, man. Sometimes you just want to hate a thing. And that thing is Daniel X. <laughs> you gotta read the, the American graphic novel where he makes his only true friend in the world who is this kid made out of bugs. How oh, right you mentioned <laughs> Bug Boy. It's not right. Let's... Get out of here. You sullied another. I sullied. You mentioned Naruto and the whole thing fucking collapsed. Uh, One day I'm going to fucking make you consume some Naruto or whatever. It's going to fucking open up our. Going to open up our our dock. But not while we have. And there's more Dragon Ball we could watch. And all of Sailor Moon statistically in front of us? Yeah. (laughs) Like percentage wise, like 90% of that show. Um, it's not ninety percent. There are only two hundred episodes. Not like a okay, thousand. okay. I said show ninety percent of content. We got like the manga. We got the the show. Are we doing films? We're doing the live action show. They're only well. Go on. I don't know. Only ma- I don't know. How only many. how many? They're, only how many? Hank. Go there are on. only three tied to the original anime plus. There might be two specials tied to the Tokusatsu. I'm not sure. Or, and I'm not sure how long those are. 
there's only three episodes of live action Sailor Moon tied to the anime or the movies you meant. What? Were you talking about movies? There were three movies tied to the okay. original anime. I, for some reason, took that as like three episodes of the live action show tied to the anime. No, no, no. That no, got me no How no, many no, episodes no, no. of the live action show are there, though? 49. See, that's like, that's also, that's a lot. Yeah, but not 90. We've done more than 10%, I think. I don't know, man. <laughs> Movies, manga, live action show, and the rest of the show? No. No, we haven't. There's we no haven't way. more than 10%. <laughs> There's no way. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done more than 10%. I also just don't know if, that I actually care to cover Crystal. I kind of don't care about that show. That's... Is that the that's not the remake, is it? Or is it the remake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, the well. the more recent anime. Cause it, that show you know how I mentioned in Sailor Moon how I like the uh how they go off model to show them emoting? I Sailor Moon Crystal I would describe as incredibly on model. Yeah. <laughs> or like trot that's it's that's its style is attempting to stay on model. Yeah, that tracks. So it's is it like ongoing? Not. Or is that also wrapped up I after, think, like... I think it's over. Okay. I mean, I'd be in for a penny and for a pound, I guess. We'll do something. We'll, we'll do our Sailor Moon stuff. Then we'll do something. Then we'll go to Dragon Ball Super. Then we'll go to Sailor Moon Crystal. Or I will, just for the I mean, the I'm, balance. Just, I'm pretty sure we're going to go to Dragon Ball before we've finished all of Sailor Moon. Unless we just pump out Sailor <laughs> Just go absolutely. Well, I, I'm, if I'm I more get... focused on finish, finishing this first part of Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. Um, like finishing the first season of the anime, the tokusatsu show, and reading the manga. Like, or the first couple of volumes of the manga. Like, that's, that's the package that we could have a conversation about. And then... Yeah. We could do something else and then and take a break from Sailor Moon and come back to it. That's my... Inter- focus mm-hmm. yeah i need you to watch common rider force because i need to talk about it with somebody <laughs> so many fucking things to that shows just delightful how many how, how what's the time sink for that uh common rider force is 48 episodes. Oh, I was like hoping for 20. <laughs> Man, it always nice. I haven't it, finished it. I haven't finished it yet. It was nice about our flag means death. It was 10 episodes. 10 episodes, baby. Well, it was yeah, an ongoing slapped. show that was only season one. Yeah, but they also slapped, though. I don't that know. Maybe great. Maybe com, maybe the common Rider show will slap also, but like. That shit's after in a post Ultra Q I mean, world. That shit's guilty until proven innocent, man. <laughs> it's all just Ultra Q all the way down. I mean, if you hold it to the R flag means death standard, it's not going to be gay enough. For one, I mean, like nothing ever is. To be honest, <laughs> the only like watching uh, catching up on Owl House 
in the first season they blew all of their budget on a big gay thing and the second season in the back half of the second season which was released separately they did the same shit there's like it's just normal cartoon animation and then for like a, a few minutes it goes like full disney animation with like intricate you can see like how many more frames there are in the facial expressions and the art in the background and shit they blow their entire load for a big gay thing again, and then they go back to normal. It's amazing. I don't know that I've seen... I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I've seen that in, like, a regular cartoon cartoon and not something like Rosa Versailles. Where they're really slapped for those cannon shots. Anyway... It's a classic Gynax move to blow all your budget. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I think that's a podcast. Salt Circle Pod. Gmail.com. Salt Circle Pod on Twitter. Anchor.fm. Salt Circle. I'm on Twitter at Comic Panels. I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. Away. Peace.